Good morning, everyone. Good morning. God bless you, people of God. I appreciate each and every one of you. We just want to say God bless you for each and every person who will be joining us and who uh, will hear or see this video later. This is Valor Ministries. I do have my beautiful wife here this morning. Good morning. And uh, what a pleasure it is to get here yes. before you. Bright and early. Amen. Uh, we've been speaking, uh, uh, I think it's, it's a powerful um, word uh, that just inspires me, encourages me. It strengthens me, but uh, we've been giving you three keys um, that are essential to walking with God. And um, we believe that if you take these three keys and implement them in your life, maybe even with a sip of coffee, Cheers. <laughs> you uh, will always be victorious um, and and we really believe this because uh, it's not just an, uh, a thing of experience and it's not just something that we think will work. According to God's word, we know uh, it will work. And we've been giving you these, uh, these three essential keys to uh, walking with God and... Uh, yeah, and, and to giving you victory, and, and, and we're going to just establish uh, the first two real quick, uh, just as a reminder. Uh, Yvette, good morning. Good hey, morning, nice Yvette. to see you. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, everyone logging on. Um, the phone's kind of far, so I can't really see, but hello. <laughs> yeah. He has twenty twenty vision, not me. There we go. So... Uh, we really, really um, believe in, in what we're saying according to the Word of God. We, we believe um, in, in uh, just encouraging and, and establishing victory in the life and in the heart of the believer. And so, so these three keys, uh, the first two that we've talked about that was so important uh, was, was uh, the, the life of prayer, not just having prayer in your life, but um, the life of prayer. And, and what we understood was that, that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, he couldn't bear the cross. He couldn't endure the shame. He couldn't, he couldn't, um, he couldn't continue uh, to fulfill what God had called him to do unless he lived a life of intimate prayer with God. And likewise, uh, Any time that me and you feel like we're losing the battle, anytime me and you feel powerless is because we are not spending that time uh, in intimate prayer with, with the Lord. And I think that it's essential. It's, 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 like, it's like the air that's in our lungs. And you'll find that in Luke chapter 5, verse 16, the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ uh, withdrew himself often to pray. And so if we take a look at our screen time, we take a look at our behavior uh, in our day-to-day -day versus the time we spend in prayer, that's going to tell us uh, and reflect to us uh, the, the, uh, the outcome that we're going to have. 
And I, and I really, really want to challenge each and every person, uh, not because it's me, not because I'm saying it, but because of the word of the Lord uh, and God's word showing us uh, how important prayer is. Uh, the Bible tells us uh, to pray without ceasing. You, uh, without ceasing. you can find that in 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 5, verses 15 through 18. But the second key that we talked about, uh, which is very, very important, is, is perseverance. And, um, and you know, we, we learned that in James. We learned that, that uh, count it all joy when you go through various trials and tribulations. Um, you, you know, uh, we, we learned uh, the scripture from Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5, you know, rejoice uh, in, in, in the glory of God. But not only that. Uh, we also rejoice in our tribulations, knowing that tribulations produces perseverance. So we can't persevere or learn perseverance or develop perseverance without tribulations, without a storm. And it doesn't matter who brings it our way. It doesn't matter if it's from the world, if it's from the enemy. It doesn't matter if God uh, uh, does it himself. You know, the bottom line is uh, he's overcome the world. And, and, and in Christ Jesus alone, his spirit is to persevere. His spirit is to conquer. His spirit is victorious. His spirit is, does not know defeat. And I, and I really believe that, that our lives will be shaken, rattled, and it will roll. But we have to persevere knowing that as we endure in tribulation, we are developing perseverance. And after perseverance, we're going to develop what we call character. And after character, when we start to develop this perseverance that leads to character, then we develop this hope. And when you got hope, it doesn't matter what's going on around you. It doesn't matter even what happens. It doesn't matter what takes place in your life. When you start to to develop hope after the character, after the perseverance, after just believing on God, knowing that he's in control and knowing that he's developing something in you and through you, that you just become untouchable. And I want you to know it's not because of your own strength. Of course, it's not because of our own character, but it's what we develop in persevering that, that develops this character and hope in us. And so I just wanted to, to share that. I wanted to reflect that, that, that uh, these three keys are very important. It's prayer, perseverance, and knowing that it develops something beautiful in you. Uh, and I want to just let my, my wife um, uh, come on now, and I, I just want her to, to just fire uh, on, this, on this last uh, essential key, which is praise. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, I want to just say this before she gets into it. I want you to know something. When the enemy is attacking your life, when your life is surrounded on every corner, when, when your boat is being rocked, when the storm is coming down, the last thing or the first thing that you want to do, or, I'm sorry, the last thing that you want to do is really get in this praise. See, if the enemy can silence your praise, he, then he can silence your power. If he can silence your praise, then he can stop you from creating an atmosphere of victory and power. And what I want you to understand is that these trials and tribulations in our life actually are given to us to create an opportunity of praise. 
when we can praise God in the midst of our destruction, in the midst of our attack, in the midst of our loss, when we can praise God and give him glory, listen, something begins to shift here on the earth, not only on the earth, but in your life. So I want my wife to <laughs> to take off and, and, uh, and let her talk to you about praise. Hallelujah to everything you just said, because it's all true. Um, you know, there's power in our praise. Um, when I was reading through the scripture that we're going to be going through today, um, which is, uh, if you want to write it down, and I encourage you to actually read about... Need to write it down. Yes, please write it down. Um, I encourage you to read about um, this king in the Bible. His name is King Jehoshaphat. Um, in Second Chronicles 17... It talks about his beginning reigns as a king. Um, but uh, it, we're going to start reading in Second Chronicles chapter 20. Um, and it talks about the enemy coming to take him out and what he did. Um, so if you want to go there, it's Second Chronicles chapter 20. But I want to tell you there is power in our praise. Um, in, in this story, we're going to talk about how praise actually positions you to receive the promises of God. So when you begin to praise, you're like Daniel said, you're shifting the atmosphere. You're confusing the enemy because he wants you to stay silent. He wants you to stand in fear. He wants you to be afraid. But when you begin to praise, the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. He comes down. The Bible says he seeks those who are worshiping and in spirit or who are worshiping him in truth. So when you begin to praise, God is looking for those that are going to be worshiping Amen. him. That's good. God inhabits the praises of his people. That's good. So we're going to see here King Jehoshaphat in the Old Testament. The Bible says that he walked in the delight of the Lord. He delighted himself in the Lord just as his forefather, King David, did. So That's was, good that you're pointing that out. Yeah, so he was a descendant of David. Everyone knows who David is. David, in the book of Psalms, that's another way if you need to, you don't know what to say to God, go to the book of Psalms. That's good. The book of Psalms is King David crying out in distress, crying out when he was uh, rejoicing. I mean, every form of praise is in the book of Psalms. But Je King Jehoshaphat, he was a descendant of King David. And the Bible says that God walked with Jehoshaphat because of the way that he, um, because of the way that he walked with God, um, just like King David. So he delighted himself in the Lord. So his heart was already towards God. His heart was already delighting in the Lord. That's good. And the Bible says as he began his reign, you know, he... He got the riches, he got the multitudes, but his heart remained in God. Mm. So, in chapter are you, are, are you going to summarize Moab and, and Am and uh, Ammon and his enemies, or are you going to read the whole thing? Um, you know, you I'm going to kind of paraphrase. There you go. Um, yeah. So basically, um, he's you know uh, King Jehoshaphat. He's he's reigning, and here comes somebody. Somebody came to tell King Jehoshaphat. That the enemy was coming. That's good. That the enemy wanted to destroy him. That the enemy was going to take him out. The enemy was going to dethrone him. A big enemy. So when does that happen in your life? When somebody comes and tells you some bad news. Somebody comes and says, hey, 
whatever the case may be. It doesn't have to be they're about to take you out of your dethrone you. But sometimes we get bad news, and it, what do we do with that bad news? Well, Jehoshaphat, what did he do? The Bible says that he inquired of the Lord. Come on. He inquired. He sought God out. He didn't seek out the counsel of man. He sought out the counsel of the Lord. And he said, God, I don't know what I'm going to do. God, I'm afraid. It's okay to feel. But That's what right. did he do? He inquired of the Lord. He said, but God, my eyes are still on you. Wow. And what began to happen in chapter 20, um, verse uh, 6, 14, it says, after he cried out to God and said that, guess what happened? The spirit of the Lord fell. The spirit of the Lord came down. The spirit of the Lord spoke through a, pro uh, uh, a prophet and tells him, do not be afraid. God spoke through a prophet after Jehoshaphat cried out to God, inquired of the Lord. And he says, do not be afraid. He told him, he said, the battle is not yours. The battle is mine. So God told Jehoshaphat, don't be afraid. And what begins to happen is he actually gives Jehoshaphat instruction mm -hmm. on what to do mm. when he goes to war the next day. Mm, that's he good. tells him exactly how to position himself, exactly what to do. After the word of the Lord spoke, Jehoshaphat fell to the ground Come and on. began to worship the Lord. Amen. All his people in that court began to fall down and worship the Lord. Wow. And they said, you are my God, they told him. They began to praise him. They knew God was for them. Mm. If God is for you, none can be against Come you. Come on. That is the reason why we praise. That is the reason. We remind God of who he is. We remind him that we belong to him. And the enemy. Exactly. And we, and we remind the enemy. So what begins to happen? They all fall down. The next morning, they rose up. I love this. This is like the best part. What verse is that? This is uh, chapter you know? 20 um, of Second Chronicles, verse 20. It says, early in the morning, they rose up, mm. ready to go to war. What did King Jehoshaphat do? Because he knew there was power in praise. He knew Come on. there was power in worship. Come on. He had the singers, the worshipers, stand in front of his army. That's right. step into war, praising and worshiping the Lord. Mm. And it says with loud voices, with a voice of praise, with a voice of triumph, they were singing, going into war, y'all. Like, yes. listen to this. It says they were ready for war. It says they went into war saying, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Amen. Are you going to face your enemy today saying, praise be to the Lord because his mercy endures forever? Are you going to step into a tribulation or trial coming your way saying, praise to the Lord for his mercy endures forever? Amen. Well, this is what they did. And I want to tell you what begins to happen when they did this. Is that two enemies from the different countries were coming? It says that. Yeah, it was Moab and it was Ammon. Yeah, the Ammonites and the. Yeah, Moab, they came. What begins to happen when you start praising? It confuses the enemy. They actually, the enemy started fighting each other. Mm. Is, they, is, is Joseph, King Jehoshaphat's army began to sing and to worship with a loud voice before their enemy? Oh, the enemy started getting confused. They started fighting against each other. So you're saying that the people of Judah and Jehoshaphat didn't even fight yet. They had not even fought yet. The Bible says that they were marching in, going up, and just praising the Lord. Mm. And on the other side of the hill, mm. 
is the army starts coming in, the enemy, they start fighting wow. each other. And then it says, when they came over the hill, they saw that the enemy destroyed one another and they didn't even have to fight. Wow. They did not even need to fight. Wow. And the Bible says that they went and they took their spoil, they took their their weapons. The best of what they had. The best of what they had. And they came back to mm. their land. And what did they do next? They began to worship God. <laughs> they began to Hallelujah. praise God. And so that's a message to us today. Before you go through something, in the middle of what you're going through, mm, and come on. after what you're going through. Come on, that's good. You need to be praising Him, giving Him the glory. The Bible says He inhabits the praises of His people. Amen. And I want to say, is you saw, is Jehoshaphat positioned himself in praise. God's promises came to flourish. He said, I'm going to fight this battle for you. You Amen. do not need to fight it. Amen. And he praised his way through. So today, let that be a message to you. Let me praise my way through. You may not know what to say. Mm. You may not know how to sing. Mm. You may not know how to play an instrument. It's not about that. It's That's about right. lifting up your voice. The enemy wants to silence your voice. That's good. The enemy does not want you singing of all things what do we do when we're happy when we're you know when things are going good you whistle you're singing you know to the radio but right. when something tragic comes when bad news comes when you're going through something when right. you feel like you were done wrong or whatever the case may be that's right maybe you're battling depression maybe you're battling anxiety whatever it is the first thing to go out is your voice because that's right when you're singing, that's a form of rejoicing. That's a form of joy. But I want to tell you today, do not silence yourself. Lift your voice in praise. Tell God, Position praise be to the Lord, for your mercy endures forever. Mm. That, is a, that is a word for you today to, to praise him even more. Here I wrote down a few things that when I was reading through the scripture. Praise pursues God. Praise activates your faith. Praise mm. cultivates love for him. Mm. Praise demonstrates trust. Mm. Praise can cause a revival in your life. What Amen. happened to Paul and Silas when they were in prison? That's right. Shackled. That's what right. happened when they began to praise? A revival occurred, not only mm. in their lives, but those around them. Wow. You, you know what? I got to jump in here. We're yeah. almost done. You, okay. you know what? You did an amazing amazing oh, job i'm so you. proud of you you, you know what right, let's go. <laughs> you, 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 you know what you you said something so powerful as jehoshaphat positioned himself he inquired of the lord and he demonstrated his humility before god yes. the bible says that the rest of the people that were following him did likewise exactly. i think it's very very important in our life that we show this attribute we show this character of trust and praise onto God, even in the midst of the battle. Mm -hmm. Because when we do that, we're influencing not only ourselves but those that are around us. Listen, God has called you to be a leader, and that may be in a church, that may be at your job, that may be in your home, that might be at your school, that might be around your friends or your colleagues or your neighbors. But the reality is, is God has called you to be a witness, to yeah. testify of himself. Exactly. And as, 
as we humble ourselves before the mighty hand of God, he will exalt us. He will cause victory in our life. Now, look, you had two armies coming against this guy, and they were more than the people of God. And I'll be honest with you, as we walk with God, it usually looks like that. Uh, It usually looks like we could be defeated. There's more of them. And it usually looks like things aren't going to go our way. But even when things look like they're not going to go our way, if we can give God our best praise, if if we can position ourselves before the Lord, not only to inquire of him, but to praise him in the beginning, in the middle of it, and after the storm. Listen, victory will always be ours. And remember this, the same spirit that rose Jesus Christ from the dead lives in you and lives in me. Listen, this is Valor Ministries. We've given you three keys, and we pray that you will keep them close to your heart. It is a life of prayer. It is a life of perseverance, and it is a life of praise. We believe that if you apply this, we believe that if you would wrap this around you like a garment, we believe if you would just have faith and you would just cultivate this in your life, doesn't matter how good you are at it. It doesn't matter um, how much you know. We've given you scriptures. We've given you um, um, some encouragement. We've given you the word of the Lord. And we want you to know that if you would believe in the life of prayer, I, we believe truly you'll spend more time in prayer than you ever have. And anointing will come on your life to not only pray for yourself, but to pray for others. Um, if you would persevere, we believe it will develop character and after character, it will develop hope. And we believe you will be unmovable. Um, on top of that, we believe in praise. If you would just get yourself uh, before the Lord in praise, not only for yourself, but on for your family, your friends, your relatives, the body of Christ and every nation. I want you to know where will we be, we will begin to see a turning of the tides. We will begin to see revival. We will begin to see an, a shift on this earth. And not only that, we'll be able to, we will begin to see what the hand of the Lord might do. Listen, we love you. It's your neighborhood preacher here always. Yep. Telling you to stay, uh, stay, Stay up, stay prayed up. You already know that the devil is a liar. Listen, we love you. God bless you. Love we'll you. see you again every Saturday at 10 o'clock, 10 unless, unless there's a wrench in the game. <laughs> but other than that, uh, we love you. All right? Take good care of yourself. God bless you.